Welcome to the Technical Leadership Podcast. This is episode number 20. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the importance of decisiveness. One of the most defining characteristics of a leader is that they make decisions. And in fact, they have to because the way you utilize a bigger force or a bigger amount of people is by do making good decisions and then delegating the rest of the work. And depending on how many people or the different level that you're at in an organization or in a group, that should impact the scope of the decision you're making. So for example, if you've got a large team, you should be giving more goal-directed decisions. Whereas if you've got a few people that you're working with, making more tactical decisions is totally reasonable. One of the stories that makes this so clear for me is from my own personal career. In fact, it was my first job out of college. I joined this little startup that was spun out of the university I was a part of. And I was one of maybe four engineers at the time. And so as you can imagine, it's a small startup company out of the university. Leadership is not the core focal point, really. It was actually part of a research project. And uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm just remembering back the kind of technical decisions we'd make. Or like there was very little UX or user experience in the way we decided to <laughs> deliver a software to our customers. And now granted, some of the engineers were actually fairly decent at and the user experience, but uh, either way, I'm, I'm on a tangent here. So after a couple of months, the little organization decided to hire a manager. So he joined the group, but I, I don't really remember how it all started. I mean, this is going back over 15 years now, but I do remember that my manager was not decisive and it was painful. I would I remember going to work day after day, getting so frustrated that my manager just couldn't make decisions. And bear in mind, this is my first job out of college. And certainly at that stage, I was still very much avoiding conflict. I was not, I was just trying to do the right thing, but just not getting clear direction from my manager was just, I don't know if it was infuriating, but it was certainly very irritating. And it irritated me so much that I would actually purposely create situations at work that required clear guidance from my manager. So two examples, and I really don't recommend this, but one, one I guess, little harmless example was we'd play a hacky sack outside the offices in the corridors, right? People were walking through. We were clearly irritating people, but just no decision was made that that was wrong because we wanted i don't know it wasn't right either clearly <laughs> so <laughs> we'd get occasional comments about perhaps you should consider maybe doing something about playing somewhere else and so maybe this is also a conflict thing that my manager wasn't good at conflict but uh, i remembered as a decision making thing and the other one was i used to i, I remember <laughs> sticking a bible verse up in, in, over my computer which wasn't offensive at all but you know just having something religious in the office is obviously it's going to provoke some controversy and i remember my manager pulled me into the office and to discuss now this thing that i'd put up just a piece of paper and i wasn't talking about it there was nothing else it was just the little 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 quote <laughs> and and he but he didn't take me he couldn't tell me to take it down uh, and I, I i don't remember the exact wording i used but I, I feel like i created two or three chances for him to just say hey just make sure you remove it and i would have done it but he just couldn't do it and i, I just lost respect for him at that stage and uh, it actually was the reason why i ended up quitting that job 
it was that was the thing that gave me the push to try and find another job to work at and you know it really wasn't a bad position and maybe i was just being silly so good leaders inspire others to act but they also decide the goals that direct the actions of their followers and as a leader you need to train yourself to become good at making these decisions i work with leaders that i respect and leaders that cannot make good decisions or aren't clear and crisp in their decisions create chaos especially at at the higher levels where crisp decisions are really important because they carry so much weight here are four areas that i think you can focus on to make better decisions number one your personal well-being we i started this podcast series off with self-leadership and this is exactly what it is make good decisions about your health about your family's needs about your business needs you should be striving for good work-life harmony which requires constant adjustments, constant decisions, and making good calls on that. And if your team sees you making good decisions, they will make good decisions. Setting a good example with work-life harmony will also help your team to make those kinds of decisions and feel less uncomfortable about situations where they might want to prioritize the odd family situation over the work situation. Number two, priorities. Jocker Willink likes to say prioritize and execute, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. Make sure you prioritize the work well and it's up to the leader to have very clear priorities in mind and train others on effectively prioritizing their work. I can't stress this enough. It's possibly the single most important thing in a business context is to make good priority decisions because it affects, it affects so much of the business life. Number three, setting standards. You need to be able to set standards that challenge your team and challenge others but not overwhelm them. So you need to be confident in those decisions. And if you get it wrong, your team might be demotivated or they might be bored. So again, it's something that's very fluid that you need to keep looking into, but it requires constant decision-making. And it also requires a decision to enforce those standards for your team. And finally, number four, feedback. Deciding when to give feedback, how much feedback to give. Negative, positive feedback is really going to impact your team. Some people need a lot of positive encouragement. Other people, if you give them too much encouragement, they'll, they are not motivated intrinsically. So you need to be able to gauge situations and decide when to give feedback to others and when to abstain. So today, take five minutes and put down a list of decisions you've been putting off. Make a decision for each of the items that produces clear next steps. For example, it might just be a yes, I'm going to do this, or no, I'm not going to do that. Or the next step might be, let's talk to that person and find out more about the situation. Just take that time to make those decisions, get it done, be decisive. And that's it for this episode. What did you think? Let us know on Twitter by using the technical leadership hashtag or tweeting a message to techleadership. If you're enjoying this podcast, please let others know by leaving a review. Our mission is to build a community of leaders that inspire others to excellence. If you want to be a part of this, join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash technical leadership. This means that you will help fund the podcast and also gain access to our Slack channel where you can ask questions and help other aspiring leaders along their way. Thank you all for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye.